Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to my podcast, Live Your Best Life Every Day. My name is Stefan Dajo, and today's topic is going to be Conquering Insecurities and Imposter Syndrome. Are you ready? Because these two are insidious daily challenges that many people face. They are silently breaking away your confidence, leaving you questioning your words and fearing exposure as a fraud. But what if you could break free from this? What if you could break free from these self-imposed shackles? That is what we're going to tackle in this episode. We're going to explore the destructive nature of insecurities and imposter syndrome. And we're going to provide practical strategies to overcome them, empowering you to embrace your true potential. Now let's get started with a little story. Pretty much mine. I remember when I got my first job, you know, um, believe it or not, I was the A type of student back in high school. I was pretty, I mean, I'm pretty much of a nerd, you know, that's not something that I, I'm ashamed to say. But the thing is, focusing on studying and making sure that I get the best grades back in high school got me to a point in life where that I didn't get to cultivate social skills in terms of socializing with other people, picking up social cues, and so on. So, of course, when I got into my first job, the, the main thing was I freaked out. I was like, oh, shit. You know what? I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to make small talks. I don't know how to blend in, you know? And I started freaking out. Now, I decided right there, you know what? I'm going to fake it and I'm going to try to mimic what other people are doing. And I did that for quite a good time. But the thing is, and this is where my insecurity kicked in, as well as, you know, the, the imposter syndrome is that Every time I was being celebrated for any achievement along the way, I would freak out that people might actually find out that this is all just a show and that deep down I'm an introvert who doesn't even like the type of jokes that I usually laugh to, you know, and and so on, pretty much. But then, you know, time time went by and of course I got well acquainted with certain people within the company at the time. And uh, we had a little chat about about that, you know, not really that, but I mean, the conversation led to that. And before I knew it, I found myself sitting with people who were pretty much going through the same thing. I was like, okay, so this this isn't just me then, you know, I, I mean, uh, I'm not the only one who's struggling with that. It means that it's something that many people have, are actually struggling with. And I told myself, you know what? If people find out that this is what I'm actually doing, I think that's not going to be good for me. True. I mean, that was the imposter syndrome talking right there. But then again, I told myself, you know what? Now that I'm aware of this, let me utilize this information and make sure that I actually future-proof myself. So instead of staying there and keep on mimicking what other people were doing and pretending to find some jokes actually funny and everything and stuff, I started learning how to socialize. I started learning how to pick up some social cues, getting acquainted with different cultures and understanding 
different sense of humors depending on the background and so on. I've turned into a social butterfly if I can put it that way. And anyone who knows me today is quite aware of the fact that if I'm going to laugh at a joke, it means that I mean it. I say things that I mean and I mean what I say. And if I'm not satisfied with something or if I'm pissed off or annoyed about something, you can pretty much read it on my face. I don't have that much of a poker face. This was me. I'm pretty sure that you either have a similar story or you know someone who has a similar story. But regardless, we're going to make sure that at the end of this episode, you are equipped with the tools that you need for you to accomplish that transformation as well or get that work done. Now, here's something about the strange world of insecurities. Insecurities are the shadows that follow us, you know, whispering our doubts and highlighting our flaws. They are born from a multitude of sources, from societal pressures to personal experiences. These self-doubts are often manifest as fear of judgment, chronic self-criticism, you know, and a persistent feeling of inadequacy. They seep into our daily lives, of course, eroding our confidence and stifling our progress. It's weird, but that's a fact. Now, the truth, however, about the imposter syndrome is that this one is a silent saboteur. You know, it's pretty much a, 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 how do I put it? The imposter syndrome is somehow an aspect of insecurity. Just that this one infiltrates even the most accomplished individuals. If you listened carefully, despite the external evidence of competence, I was still afflicted by the imposter syndrome because there was something that I had to hide. There was a show that I was putting on just for the appearances. And anyone out there inflicted by the imposter syndrome equally lives in the constant fear of being exposed. They attribute their success to luck or mistake, you know, and there's this perpetual feeling of undeserving of their achievements. Because you know within yourself that, you know, you had to do this. Perhaps, you know, um, it was based on a connection, you know, or referral or, or nepotism or so on. It doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, the imposter syndrome kicks in the moment you become self-aware of certain things. Which is a good thing because I think the moment the imposter syndrome kicks in and draws your attention to a particular thing, that is when you actually need to start to do the work. Because if you don't, that's when it takes over. So it's kind of like an indicator if you, if you can take it that way. It's an indicator that something needs your attention, something needs to be worked on, something needs to be future-proofed. Here are a few steps on how to effectively overcome the daily challenges of insecurities and imposter syndrome. Please take notes. The first step is awareness. You need to step towards conquering insecurities and imposter syndrome in recognizing their presence. I mean, again, like I said, you need to gain awareness. You know, you need to be aware that this is what is happening. Is the, uh, my, the self-imposter syndrome is being triggered by this particular aspect of my life or this thing that I'm currently doing. 
my insecurities are based on this, this, and that, that. And you need to acknowledge afterwards that you are not alone in that particular struggle or battle. There are many other people who are going through the same thing. Therefore, it means that it didn't start with you and it won't end with you. And definitely above everything else, it means that there is hope. Because many people out there struggle with self-doubt, insecurities. So you need to understand that these challenges do not define you. And that you possess unique qualities and strengths. Despite whatever things that you are afraid might be found out about. Step number two. Challenge negative self-talk. Now I'm going to say this. I used to be the kind of person no one would be able to talk me down better than I would. But the thing is, I got to a point where I realized how toxic it was. That wasn't doing me any any good. No. Until I decided to take a proactive stand against negative self-talk, it kept fueling my insecurities. It kept fueling the imposter syndrome. But when it falls into something being toxic, when we talk about negative self-talk, these are people who pretty much only talk negative about themselves. And that will affect your thought process. It will affect how you attract things and situations and or even people. So you need to learn to challenge the validity of your self-doubt by seeking evidence that contradict them. Recognize your accomplishments and celebrate your success. Allow yourself to embrace the truth of your capabilities and of your potential. That's it. Step number three. Embrace vulnerability. You need to accept that it's okay to feel vulnerable. Now, I'm not telling you to go around, walking around, crying, being emotional, being all messy. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. It's okay being vulnerable. It means that it is okay for you to acknowledge to your own self that I have my fears and I have my doubts. And it's okay to open up about it to certain people that you trust. Now, I will insist and flex on the word trust. You can't just go around opening up to everybody. No, you can't. It's not to everyone that you expose your weaknesses. No. But at the end of the day, Embracing vulnerability means that it's okay to talk about certain things that you feel are not really your strong cause to people that you trust and allow those people to actually being able to talk some sense into you, to motivate you, to empower you. And these are people that I usually call my anchors. Those are the people that you allowed yourself to be vulnerable around. And that's a great thing again. So find that. Step number four, cultivate self-compassion. Treat yourself with kindness and compassion. Replace self-criticism with self-compassion. Understanding that making mistakes and experiencing setbacks are a natural part of life's journey. This has been said a thousand times and I'm going to repeat that again. Mistakes are always a learning curve. As long as you don't stay down and as long as you don't close yourself up to the opportunity of learning from them or to learning from them. Sorry about that. But at the end of the day, you need to allow yourself 
to make your own mistakes and learn from them and grow from them better yet. So treat yourself as you would of a friend. Offer support and encouragement to your own self during challenging times. Again, doesn't matter how much you are of a supportive group you have in your life. When things happen, you are the first person who needs to show up for your own self and say, you know what? This happened, but it's going to be okay. I screw things up, but it's going to be okay. Learn to be that first that first person that shows up for your own self. Okay? Step number five. Emphasize growth. You need to embrace a growth mindset that focuses on continuous improvement and learning. There is no such thing as I'm done with school, uh, it's been five years ago, right now my brain cannot process any short courses or certification online there. That's a damn lie that you're telling yourself. Those are excuses that you are making up. Trust me, you can if you want to. That's why you have to shift your focus from seeking validation to seeking personal growth. Set realistic goals, you know. And measure your progress based on your own development, not external benchmarks. It's not about how old you are getting or how young you are. Nope. Those are external benchmarks. What do you want for your own self? Where do you see yourself in years from now? That should be your drive. That should be your drive. Step number six, step out of your comfort zone. Now, this has been said a thousand times, and let this be the thousand and one. <laughs> step out of your comfort zone. Step out of your comfort zone. Overcoming insecurities and imposter syndrome often requires taking risk and venturing beyond your comfort zone. You need to embrace new opportunities, even if they make you feel uncomfortable or uncertain. Each step outside of your comfort zone becomes a catalyst for personal growth and expanded self-belief because you discover what you are capable of. And at the same time, you learn, even if you learn, even if it, it means learning from failing at something. At least you've learned something new. That's what, it is. That's what it is about at the end of the day. So those are six steps that you can utilize to face the daily challenges of insecurities and imposter syndrome. Because trust me, they can be powerful adversaries. They can. And this whole process might take you a little bit of time. But definitely, if you want to improve and better your quality of life, you need to get down to it. And that's all I'm going to say for today, guys. So feel free to share this episode with whoever out there you think needs to listen to this. At the end of the day, we've all had someone in this journey of life who either went through it, is going through it, or will go through it. So sharing experiences, sharing tips, Sharing testimonials are a great way 
to help each other get there. We all talk about wanting the world to be a better place. Let's all find a way to make sure that we contribute to the world becoming that better place. It starts within. Start by working on yourself, on your insecurities. Because trust me, if there's one thing that I've always said, if you've been following me now for quite a while, is that insecurities return the most beautiful person into the ugliest person ever. Unfortunately, insecurities are also quite a, a vibe killer. You may have all the knowledge available in the room, but because you are insecure, you appear to be the dumbest person ever. So stop harming yourself. Here are some tools that you can utilize. Here are some steps that you can utilize. You know, go ahead and use them. And if you know anyone in your surrounding who is going or or, or facing the same challenges, share this with them. Okay? My name is Stefan Dajo one more time. And I'm the author of the book, um, Live Your Best Life Every Day. My book is available on Amazon.com. Get yourself a copy, okay? And uh, happy reading. You can better your quality of life. Everyone can, but uh, it's a matter of having the will for it. It's a matter of wanting it bad enough to actually getting the work done. So I will end this on the question. Do you want to improve your quality of life? Have a great day. All night.